been this quiet before. It's unsettling. So has he confirmed he is here this week? Is he traveling? I hadn't seen him say one one way or the yeah, other he whether he said yep. Oh, okay. it, it was oop, wasn't it? Let's oop, see. and then he went yep. Mm. Oop could be meaning anything. Right. Let's see. Let's just go check the other. Okay. Well, there's no active raid going on on the PC side. Their Discord is quiet. So and I'm just waiting for Respawn to show up so he can scream and rant about they always touch the hunters first and the hunters are terrible and they're such an oppressed people. Never mind that the Warlock have gotten like two or three adjustments this season already. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, they were, you know, overpowered super gods at the beginning, so justified. But you can't claim that it's just the hunters when you're not the first ones. Yeah. I mean, he will, but <laughs> it's good to have oh. dreams. So shall we get the show on the road and see if he joins us? Yeah, let's let's start. Yeah, I mean not that we not that we haven't been already, but we'll we'll ignore that. We just that's that's pre ramble. That's uh, that's the secret the secret Patreon only version, the full uncut horrible version that no one will ever want to listen to. Nobody wants to listen to that. No, they really don't. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny Two podcast a show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. So, what makes us different, you may ask? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up-to-date with all the latest Destiny 2 news and information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. So, yeah, welcome to the show. I am Night Demon, your British host, and on the left of me is Parody, because he's always on the left of me. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's where I like to keep him. I'm a lefty. I like to be over there. That way I can, you know, reach out and punch somebody if they're coming, <laughs> trying to flank us from the left side. But the right side, mm, I got nothing. You right-handed people can handle that one. Yeah. And our hunter is, uh, nope, hunter is missing yeah, in action. I mean, they're they're out, out in the wild somewhere, you know, hunting down celebrants or collecting lore, you know, doing whatever hunters do, shatter diving, revenanting, making little tornadoes just to clear forest land for new settlements. I don't know what they those people get up to. Just to be clear, people, it's 10 a.m. or just, no, it's 20 past 10 Yeah, on the East Coast. So we've done this so that, he, you know, he's got time to get up, eat his breakfast and join us. He's obviously forgotten. So be prepared for him to stumble in half dazed and don't know what's going on just warning you if that happens if not i might just cut this bit out and 50 50 shot there will be a plate of grits sitting in front of him at the time it depends on where he is doesn't it indeed so next week in destiny i haven't even seen what this is yet so next week in destiny all grandmaster nightfalls are active and the conquer title now so if you're not sure what this is, basically the Nightfalls are pushed up to the maximum. Everything is locked. There's so many modifiers. So if you are at max level of 1060 and you've got a good 20 plus on your artifact, you've got a good chance of going in there and whooping this thing. But you do need a fire team. So there are a lot of LFG teams out there looking to do this. And I have seen a few people because I think he's been active for a couple of weeks now to go in and do like the full i think there's about six 
in the, the rotation for the Grandmasters that you can select via the directory and just go in and just boom, 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 and get the, the seal to drop. And I will correct you that it is not 1060. If you go into 1060, bad things will happen to you. I, I keep saying 1060. 1260. You're stuck on the past, my friend. You got to bring you in. We see we're sun we're sunsetting your past self and bring you into the future self, which is going to be the I'm same as your, as your past self. Ten sixty. That's why. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it, it might as well be because it's all the same year. They're they're going to bring back to us at a higher number, but but we're in twelve sixty. So yeah, don't go into ten sixty. You will not enjoy your experience. Twelve sixty and twelve eighty. I'm sorry. Uh, Lord Shacks is going to bring chaos to the crucible with mayhem. So, what's this parody? Uh, remember how momentum control was all your guns are pushed up to 11? This is all your supers pushed up to 11. So basically, we're going to cover the entire Crucible in ice. That's essentially what happens. Everybody gets a super every 15 seconds, or whatever it is, and it's nothing but supers nonstop. There is no reason to go in with anything else other than to get killed by supers over and over again. Yeah. And what I found quite interesting is that if you can get like the max intellect on your armor, it doesn't matter how bad your armor is for resilience or recovery. As long as you've got max intellect, you could pop a super every couple of seconds and just run riot. And especially with stasis at the moment, it's good fun. It is. The other one to kind of spec into maybe is grenades or melees, depending on how you're kind of working your build. But intellect is a good one just to kind of, Fully max that out. Just grab any old random piece of armor, max it out to 100, and go to town. And those tokens that you soon won't need. Yeah. So the Nightfall ordeal for the week is the Vex Inverted Spire Nightfall. And we only have three weeks left before the end of the season. So you know what this means. This means start grinding out those bounties and hoarding them if you want to get ahead on next season's pass. So if you're unsure about this or you're just new to Destiny, basically you can grab loads and loads of different bounties from all the vendors across the tower, across the EDZ, Europa, wherever. Hoard them on your character. Do them, of course. Don't turn them in. And then when the new season drops and you unlock the new artifact, because we get a new artifact every season, you then drop all your um, bounties and that will give you XP. Make sure that you've got your ghost ready for the XP boost as well as uh, you can be in a small fire team boost as well if you've got like clan mates as well. So you can do loads of different things that get extra boosts on top of it. So make sure your ghost is maxed out, make sure you're in a small fire team and then drop all your bounties and you'll unlock your artifact really quickly and a lot of the nodes on your season pass to get ahead of doing things like that. So that's that's good. So start this week or whenever you hear this and get going on that if you want to, you know. If you're not really doing much, you know, you might as well just pick up the bounties and just hold on to them. It doesn't hurt you. So, yeah, that's that's next week in Destiny. Getting prepared for the following season. Yeah, getting prepared for the, the speculation coming up of new pictures and new big bads that will come and go and see where the story takes us. Lightness, darkness, power, does any of it matter? No, it's all a video game. So spoilers for anybody that doesn't want to know this. We're putting some bells and chimes and things. So just avoid the next couple of minutes if you don't want to hear anything. 
three, two, one. Right. Okay. Over on Twitter, Anon posted a sneak peek at next season's icon. Though, you know, saw people saying XO, but don't see that. Looks like Cabal to me. And considering there's an unchecked Wrathborn Cabal and an unseen Cabal and Vanguard cutscene, next season is Cabal, he reckons. And yeah, this is weird looking symbol. Looks like a ball in a floating kind of cup. <laughs> it's floating in a cup. That's what it looks like to me. Or a train with a with a light at the front. Don't really know. Big light. Yeah, so if you if you want to have a look at that, that's on Twitter. I can link that in the show notes. And then going on further from that, I found uh, Marshix posted a video on YouTube today showing you the D1 tower in D2. And this is a fully rendered model of the D1 tower updated. There's a lot of new areas and a lot. it looks looks quite pristine compared to how we left it when we were doing the uh, Outbreak Perfected mission. That, that was still destroyed and it had loads of fallen in there. This looks now reconstructed and looks a lot better. And he was going through this 3D model showing you, you know, roughly this might be where this is. This might be where that is. But it looks like the steps that went down to the Vanguard area don't seem to be there. It just seems to be like this red carpet that goes up to the back area that we could only get to through Iron Banner in Destiny 1. That looks to be open and that looks to be the Vanguard area now. And um, he said that these fully rendered models are from leaks actually in the game. These are parts that are actually in the game so far. So maybe coming next season or the season afterwards. But with the new speculation of the cutscene that we we saw in one of the trailers, didn't we, Parody? With the Cabal and Zavala standing side by side with Osiris. And we weren't sure whether it was one of kind of Osiris's you know, trips to the uh, infinite forest and was just showing Zavala something, you know, while it was paused that the Kabul are looking for something or doing something. It, it was speculated it could be that, but looking at some of the, you know, the what Anon posted with the, the um, icon and the picture of the Kabul with the icon, it looks like this might be coming towards the end of the season and then, then leading into the new season. End end of spoilers. Not end of spoilers. No, I've got one more little spoiler for you. I know, just kidding. More spoilers. Yeah, it's. I mean, we are. It feels like we're about ready for another Cabal season. Seems like they had their their chance. It was all Cabal early on, and then now they've you know been hanging around uh, doing not a whole lot lately. So we'll see how they how they regroup after Gaul and see where this takes us. Yeah. And the speculation for the season's title for next season is Season of the Chosen. Which I think people were saying because of the, the icon and the ball looks like it's the Traveller. Mm, but yeah. if it's if that's the Traveller, it looks like the Traveller's kind of been, you know, locked into that location or that area with that kind of the device. It looks very, it's a very strange symbol anyway. Yeah, it's, there's something. It looks it looks like a like a staff or something. Like it, it looks there's something I'm trying to trying to look up because I can't quite put my finger on it. It just yeah. looks it looks like you know like like a staff with like you know a floating like rock you know sort of at the end of the staff or something. And I'm not <clears throat> I'm not remembering what I'm 
my brain's going, this looks familiar, but I can't quite place my finger on what it is or why. Yeah. My, my initial instinct was just, it's it's the Warlock staff, and the Warlocks are going to be the the big bad next season. They've come just to, to kill us all. They're, they're tired of being second fiddle and not getting the respect, and the Warlocks are going to rise up, and uh, that'll be the end. It, it'll be all, all Warlocks from here on out. Yeah. So yeah, if you're interested in those things, I'll link them in the show notes, and I will put spoiler title at the top. So three, two, one, spoilers over and done with. And welcome back from our spoiler spoiler excursion back to the unspoiled, the unsullied, and the crystal crystal pristine destiny that you all know and love. Yes. So should we run through this week at Bungie for the 14th of January? We sure, we sure should. Should we? I mean, I, I suppose. I mean, it's, it's kind of what people know us for, I guess. That's what they expect. Although we were mentioned as a law podcast. Yeah, those those poor people. They're they're gonna get all excited and be like, oh, lore podcast. And then we're never gonna have lore again because not Arf says, No, you haven't been good little boys and girls, so no more lore for you. No, we we lured him out over Christmas. <laughs> <clears throat> Wait, I, I figured it out. You have to listen to, to, to at least five podcasts. To build up a charge to get your lore for your next lore podcast. That's exactly. how it's going to work. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Guardian Hub. Yes, we are. We are technically a lore <laughs> podcast. So this week at Bungie, apparently it's been a while. It's, it was only about three weeks, wasn't it, without a twab? So we've got our hands on. We've got our hands on the Hawk Moon. The dawning has come and gone, and the next generation of consoles received some wonderful enhancements. Yes, we did. I'll take your word for it. Oh, 120 beautiful frames. So we've released the crow from his cage, if you've completed the Wrathborn Hunt mission parody. And Lord Saladin has watched you decimate foes with stasis in the Iron Banner. So on the bungee side of things, they took a breather, which was well, you know, I think well-deserved, and they definitely needed to recharge their batteries and just have a bit of a break from Destiny and... Just the constant feedback. I, I can imagine that, you know, you're on holiday and your boss keeps calling you going, um, are you going to pick up that phone? Because people keep calling you like, no, 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 you've given me a holiday for three weeks. Why do I need to pick up the phone? Well, all these people are moaning. Well, they could have moaned at the beginning of the season when they knew this was going to happen. But obviously not. They wanted to moan while I was on holiday, which is always the case. I found in management, as soon as you take a break, mm-hmm. they all want to phone you like, what's this what is it where's that what how do i do that like you could have asked me that before i'd left the building but you didn't and now i'm on holiday and you've gone to answer phone yep like i was like i was my wife was joking with me i made it two and a half hours into my holiday break i took like five straight days off the longest break i'd had all of this year yeah and i made it two and a half whole hours before work called and was like uh yeah we need this well, do, do, remember when I told you where that was? Yeah, but we didn't care about it then. Now we care. We care about it now. So yeah, uh-huh. and and honestly though, with Bungie and with Destiny, it doesn't matter. People are going to moan all the time. They're going to moan no matter what. So it's not like if if Bungie says, "Hey, we're taking time off," they're going to stop moaning. They're going to continue to moan. You just can can say, "We don't care about your moaning." All you're going to do is moan. Continue moaning. Make more content. Nobody will watch it. Nobody loves you. Stop yeah. moaning. Come up with solutions. I mean, Abby Hour put out a really good video this week going over a few of her thoughts on the sunsetting and all the all the discussions that we were talking about last week. And I think she's right. She said 
the first week or the first month is great. The second month is the grind. And the third or the last month is fatigue and frustration. And she said, it's destiny's always in that constant loop of this is what happens. And I think you'll find that as if you continually play destiny, you'll find the first month is really good because there's all this new stuff to do and see and guns to explore and things. If you then want to get on the grind, you then spend the next months grinding out all the different achievements, triumphs, things that you need to, or things that can be done in the game. And then if you've done all of that, you then hit the frustration and you get really upset with all the little nitty picky things that you want to kind of want to kind of look at. So yeah, it's always the same. It's always the same kind of thing. And I think as a long time Destiny player, I've kind of got used to that now and I'm I'm you know I know when to kind of take a break of actually playing the game I mean as I've said lots and lots of times this is my only game and I found for the because it's kind of slowed down in this last month I've actually now this week taken a breather of right I've done all these different things that I wanted to do you know I've enjoyed playing all these different game modes and I've done this and done that and I found that I hadn't done all the Wrathborn stuff and I hadn't done some of the Europa stuff. So there was, I think there's a couple of achievements or triumphs that you need to kind of do to earn the seal for the the season of, what is it? Season of something. I, I just drew a blank to what season are we in <laughs> anymore? Season of the hunt, that's it. Right. So we're in season of the hunt. So there's, there's triumphs that you can do while wearing... The crow's armor that he drops from doing the Wrathborns and killing the Wrathborns. So, so yeah, killing the Wrathborn bosses. And I figured out very quickly that I could get like four or five pieces of armor to drop from just turning in reputation to him. And the trick that I think Cheese Forever posted a couple of months back where you go into a Wrathborn hunt and you can kind of, once you do the first part of it, you can then go into your lure and you can refund yourself so all the bits that you kind of selected to make up your lore you refund it whilst you're still in the mission you can complete the mission you don't get any drops at it but it still counts towards killing a wrathborn and there's one of the triumphs that says that you have to kill a hundred wrathborns but that increases the more armor pieces that you wear and i think i was getting like I had four armor pieces on and it was counting for eight kills every time I did one. And what I didn't realize until quite a long time into this was that the the first Wrathborn that you get once you've placed the law and you've then gone, you've chased them down and you kill that smaller Wrathborn, that counts towards a boss as well as the, the big one that you fight at the end. So I was getting like double for that. But Cheese Forever posted a video this week and this is what I was doing was on the Dreaming City, there is a Wrathborn hunt called Xylo. And it's literally the shortest one that you can kind of do. So you plant the, the law, you then track the Wrathborn around the corner. And it's literally the first door um, round on the, well, not door, archway in the Dreaming City. You find the law and then you can go and kill the smaller one, reset your lure, and then reset, come out of the mission and redo it again. So you could just constantly farm that beginning one. You don't need to spend the time killing the bigger one. 
so you can just do that smaller one to start off with so because it only takes once you've damaged it loads in the open world and then tra tracked it down it's only got a small bar of health so you can do that and i will link that video in the show notes so yeah xylo is a really short one to do whereas some of the ones on the tangled shore you have to sparrow for ages to go and find where the lure is yeah yeah, that's what I learned when I was, again, I was sort of grinding these because I had sort of ignored Crow and didn't even have my High Celebrant able to be unlocked or attacked. And yeah, the the ones on the on the Dreamy City, yeah, there's one super short one, the one, the Xylo one you said. And the other one you have to like zone into the whole next area, like you're going to the, you know, past the Blind Well and it yeah. just takes ages to get there. And the ones on Tingled Shore, like they're not, you know, like they're so far. There's one up in, I think there's one up in Sork's Cut and the other one sort of goes the other way. But yeah, it's like you're, again, you're taking a road trip to get there. And and even the ones on the Tangled Shore, sometimes you get to where the lore should be, and you're like, okay, where's my little path? It, it sort of gets a little unclear where it goes. Like I've had to sort of look around a few times, being like, I followed the green goo. It, it changes where it drops the lure, doesn't it? it it's does. not always in the same place. Yeah, and it's not always obvious. Like it's not always clear. You're like, okay, I followed the end of the green, and I don't know if it just takes a minute to show up sometimes, or if I'm just blind. Yeah, so I've had to look around and be like, okay, because because it, it pops up, it goes, oh, here's a thing when you get near it, but. Sometimes I follow it to the end of the trail and there's just nothing there at the end of the trail. I'm going, okay, I'm here to murder a guy. I just have to have to find the key to find him for now. Yeah. I mean, I, as I said, I sat down like one day this week and I got the three weapons that I needed. So I got the linear fusion rifle. I got the, uh, what was the other one? The submachine gun and the grenade launcher from Crow and was doing that because there are triumphs to get kills with that whilst where well, i think one of them is whilst wearing the armor and one of them isn't and there's so many percentages so i was just using those on the wrathborn so it's kind of doubling up and tripling up on doing the triumphs and i got it done you know a couple of hours it was quite quick to get all those done so i've actually done all of the ones in the season of the hunt at the moment because there are a few more that, that haven't been revealed but probably come up in the next couple of weeks to unlock that seal as i think we pointed out last week i think dmg or somebody tweeted out you know we've completed everything on the wrathborn hunts why isn't it unlocked and dmg said ah, more to come so yeah there you can do it really quickly as long as you kind of get the armor and you get the the weapons to drop so best advice is do as many wrathborns on all your characters I mean, you can continue to do the Wrathborns. You char as long as you charge them up, you don't necessarily need to do just the five on that one character. You can go past that. It's just that the, the drops aren't high-powered drops after the five. So as long as you've got lure charges, you can go off and do other things and then come back. You can kind of get the armor and the weapons to drop from Crow by just going back and powering him up, basically. And then once you've done that, set a time side and, and get those triumphs done because they're not that hard to do. Yeah, well... Yeah, what what do you think about the the lore hunts and crow's whole thing? Because I, it's one of those where yeah, like I said, they're like they're not hard, they're not terribly long, but I just don't like I've I've it's just part of the season I've just sort of ignored because I just don't find them that interesting. They're sort of like they're a little longer than a patrol, they're much shorter than a strike, but they're in that weird spot of like I have to go to this place and do this thing in this instance. And granted, I've been playing a lot of the season solo, so I don't have the you know, hang out with a friend while I go do a lot of this. Yeah. Like, I've been grinding through these, which again, it's just, it's not, you know, I, I do appreciate that at least, you know, I know people say, well, why can't I just go do 50 of these in a row? I like, I do like the go play the game, you know, charge up the thing, come back. I like that mechanic overall. 
Like I'm not yeah. salty that I can't just go run 20 of these in a row and be done with it. I think it's fine, <clears throat> but I just don't find the activity all that interesting. You know, I just don't like it's, I do appreciate that. I, again, I can say, here's the, here's the reward I want. Let me go kill the guy for that reward. But I don't know. It's just, it's, I, I don't find them all that interesting. I was curious what your thoughts were on it. If I you mean, have any. It's an interesting way of powering up because you can, you can select what you want because it'll give you a, a wide variety of either a weapon or uh, an armor piece. So if you are still power leveling your character, even up to 1260, uh, you can still use that as a method of getting like, a certain piece up to be in level with the rest of your power level. The weapons are on the side of I'm not really caring. It's not like you like you said, the is it the trustee you got from the Deepstone Crit raid? Mm-hmm. A couple of them. Now <coughs> sorry. Now if they had a weapon that was very desirable, or a couple of weapons that were very desirable in the loot pool for the crow, I could see myself putting as much effort as in as I did with is it the Imperian hunts with um Season of Worthy, where I kind of got all the you could kind of just keep re-rolling on the the sundial for all the different weapons and all those different things. There's yeah, always been yeah. some I think I'm I'm mixing up my two different things. There, there was the sundial that was giving you like quite a few different weapons. And then there was the what was the other one that we had to charge up the the different things? There was one on the EDC, one on Mars. Was there one on Nessus? You know, those uh, um uh, the tower things. The tower things, yeah. There was there was an event where you could charge up the towers, but even with that, you could then go back to the tower and there was a main little tower that you could then put all your experience points in to then generate to get different weapons. And they had some really good weapons. They had, I believe there was the Scorpion SR4 in that. There was... Seraf Tower, that's what they were. That that was it, the Seraf Tower thing. It's funny how quickly our brains just wipe it from memory. <laughs> Yeah, the but yeah, there was a lot of des- more desirable roles, I think, that, you know, um, again, they, some of them were reprised weapons and some of them weren't, but you could get really good roles on them. And I think that's where the Wrathborn hunts are lacking. Yes, it's a good fun activity to do. There's like with a high celebrant, you've got a chance of getting the ship, you know, as, as a drop. But after you've got the ship and after you've done the mission, and if you're at power level like Respawn is, there's no real incentive for you to kind of go back and keep grinding it. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I think that's sort of my problem too, because you know, like I've gotten the gotten the Corsair's Wrath and a couple of the machine guns. It's like, okay, well, I have these, but why? They're you know, part of it is they're not arch- weapon archetypes I I enjoy or think about or you know find desirable to use. I mean, I'm happy to have more machine guns back in the game after they sunset all the ones we had, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think just just the 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 loot the loot loop on that just isn't interesting enough. And one other thing that I did this week was the twelve eighty bunker, one of the um, master bunkers, which was oh, quite yeah. nice. Nice. Um, I have still not it? put into any of those as a challenging activity. I took my titan. I took the sword, the the um, whatever it is the the slicey dicey sword. Charge mm-hmm. it up and and kill the barrier champions. The um, yeah, that's the one. Took that, and I think I followed. Whose was it? Uh, Esoteric did a video with. I think he had a pulse rifle, uh, a grenade launcher. I think it was Truth Teller, 
and the sword. And he went in, he was a lot lower power level. I think I was about 1275 about that. And it was quite easy to actually do. I was quite surprised. And it's, it was the bunker where you can go, go around and unlock the frames. Have you done one of those yet? The frames. Oh, 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 like where, where you're, you're freeing all yeah, the little so, robot guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. the little Exos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember which one that is, but yeah, I've done, yeah, yeah, I've done all, I've done all of the, the lost sectors. I just haven't done any of them as a challenging activity. Cause again, I, I don't know. The, the new exotics are neat, but it's not something where I really feel like I want to put in that time and effort. Kind of like the, uh, Grandmaster Nightfalls. Yeah. Yeah. Something to do. And if someone directs me through it, I'll absolutely do it, but I just can't get the motivation to do it myself. Hmm. Well, it was, it was a challenge. There was a lot of, uh, about the champions in there and they scared the hell out of me when in that final room because i'm trying to pepper the boss with my pulse rifle and i took the outbreak perfected because i thought i used the nanites and because mm -hmm. i had the uh, mod on my arms i could shoot through the barrier on it and i didn't realize until halfway through i was thinking oh yeah that's still hitting through its barrier so that was quite <laughs> nice because that rotating shield did nothing for it bless it and it kept shooting me with the purple balls through the thing and the, the frames were all in the room just taking out all the, the little guys yeah but every now and then i could see one flashing towards me one of those minotaurs so you could see that like, this purple flash is <laughs> like oh god run away run away run away and i went in as a, as a solar titan um and put on a couple of the mods that for I think it was grenades that it's solar and stasis. I think it's on your artifact. Yeah. But if you yeah, disrupts the overload champions, I think that's the ones. Yeah. yeah. So it disrupts the champions, which was quite nice. So I was throwing down the flame grenades and it was doing this long carpet out and it was running straight towards me. And then suddenly it got, uh, my health was going down to like nothing. <laughs> and it suddenly stopped and went, Oh, you, you've managed to stop the champion. It's like, yes, sword bang gone. But yeah, that <laughs> happened about three times in that doorway. I was kind of just hiding around the corner, peppering it, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, comes these minotaurs. Yeah, those things are. That's an enemy type that I I appreciate them for their viciousness and their unexpected. You know, their their flying titan attack style. Yeah, just having having something you have to contend with from the air coming down and smashing yeah, you. Yeah, why Yeah, yeah. Like there's been plenty of stomp mechanics, but but the. I'm going to eat you from space like a Titan. I appreciate my own tactic being used against me. Yeah. <laughs> it's very effective. <laughs> now I know how all the fallen Vex and Cabal feel for the first three years. <laughs> and, and when I did it, I was like, this is amazing. I've actually done like this triumph and I, f I felt really good about it. I thought, shall I go back and do another one? And I think it was only <laughs> chess pieces that day. And I thought, no, I'll, I'll carry on and do all the other triumphs I'm doing. But it, it gave me the confidence of actually trying to tackle more 1280 Lost Sectors. Because before, I think I was avoiding them. I was thinking, I may be at power level, but I've heard tales of so many different champions in there and, and trying to do it. But now I've kind of got a tactic and watched a video on how to do it. I feel a bit more confident of actually going back in there and trying to do it more often. Oh, that's uh, cool. What, what, where are you power level wise at this point? Out of curiosity, uh, I think I'm about 1275 ish. I think, okay. I think, I to, yeah. I have to, no, 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 it's fine. I'm not, no, I need to look it up now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was, you're higher than I just wasn't, I wasn't sure where, where you ended up. I know there's, I think I'm sitting at like 12, 1270 ish. You know, with the artifact, if I you know find everything and put it all on, but again, just why? Well, I kind of 
I always kind of rush at the beginning of the season to try and get to a, a reasonable power level mm-hmm. so that I can do the activities comfortable for myself so that I could do, I could do the 1250 um, lost sectors quite comfortably. And I was quite happy to go in there and, and do those solo to get the, the new exotics. I think I've still got to get a couple of them, but with the, and also possibly going into the raid, if, if there was a group that needed to do it on Xbox or I was LFGing it, you know, if I got some enough time during the day to actually sit down and do that, I, I was at power level to go in and do it. And that that's the kind of, one of the reasons why I, I kind of get to the power level that I need to be quicker. Um, that I think that's why Respawn was a bit shocked at, you know, I'd slowed down and he just kind of carried on going. Whereas I think that's where he's kind of burnt himself out and, and now had to go and play other games. I think he does that every season. He, he burns himself out doing all the different things to get to power level. He's not more, he's not that much concerned with doing triumphs as he's, I think there's a lot of seals and things that he doesn't bother doing. And yeah, um, yeah, it's really, and especially this year, you know, I know there were the guys with the PC, you know, we're trying to get, you know, quick, do the quick run, get the, get the level, try the day one raid. And then I know he's been through that raid a pile of times at this point. I mean, they, they have it down to, you know, like an hour discord tells me, Oh, it was, you know, 45 minutes in, Oh, an hour and a half in though. They're like, Oh yeah, that one was slow. We had to, you know, we were doing one of the, one of the challenges or something. So they've gotten that raid down, you know, Pat, and he's run that countless times. Mm. And, and yeah, it's like, you know, you've done that one activity over and over. I don't know. I've, there's so much in the season where I just haven't unlocked, like I haven't finished a lot of the uh, higher level Varric stuff. I haven't finished a lot of the higher level Crow stuff. Like I'm, I think I'm one, you know, well over a hundred at this point on the season pass levels. And I, in no means was like grinding through. All I do is I pick up a lot of bounties because my general gameplay is I'm very goal oriented of like the adored sniper rifle. I went out, got that. I've done almost all the skins for it. I have my crucible one left to do. I need a couple more kills and I'm very motivated to like go get a thing. Even if it's a gun, I may never fire again. Look <laughs> at you, Hawk moon. Um, to put you in my vault with the other 75 exotic hand cannons, but I'm very motivated to do those things. I'm less motivated to go do the, Hey, this guy needs to be leveled up. Go, go play this activity over and over and over and over again. And like all of Eric's stuff to even unlock the, you know, the, the like selectable hunts to get, even get the cloud strike, like to have that as available to drop. (sighs) I just, but the thing is replaying those things. Isn't that interesting? You've got a year for that. It's only season of the hunt, which is the Wrathborn stuff that is potentially just going to be for this season. So you, you don't necessarily need to rush to do that. I think if you are a long-term Destiny player and you want to do a lot of completion stuff, the things to be looking at are the Tangled Shore and the Dreaming City because they're going to be next up on the chopping block if we're still sunsetting, sunsetting destinations then in order of things to go would be those two places. So the raid there and the um, all the different triumphs on those locations need to be sorted out. I just forget it exists. <laughs> there's, there's, you know, again, for everyone complaining, they took out so much, there's not enough to do. Yeah, I still haven't gotten all of it, and I've just been playing the things I like. I have spent about two seconds on the Cosmodrome, and... Uh, Three seconds on the EDC. Uh, I went back to the Dreaming City like for the first time to do those hunts for Crow like this week. 
haven't yeah. even set foot on the Dreaming City. Well, no, that's not true. I gave Petra a cookie. After get, besides the cookie, have not set foot on Dreaming City all year. The moon, <laughs> the moon might as well not be a thing. Like, I'm glad it's there. I'm sure other people are enjoying it. I never visited. So the loss of the extra planets and things, can't say I care. Just like a typical American. Went there in 69, don't need to go back again. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I'm ready to vacation in other spots now. Yeah. Really, really, it's just I've been spending all of my time. I, I, I've been playing Gambit this week because, again, it's the week of Gambit. I did actually start my, I started my Warlock. Yeah. Because I realized that Bungie still has not fixed the the glitch in the raid where you can get to the first chest without really ne- needing to do much. No. And yes, I know you can get to the second chest and there's jumping and I wasn't dealing with all that because this was like 1130 when I had this thought. I was like, oh. I could I could probably get this chest on my Titan really quickly this week because we may raid <laughs> this weekend, we may not. I was like, at least I can open the chest. So I did it on the Titan, got another trusty. Okay, cool. So at least this one has reconstruction on it, so at least it's a better-ish roll. And then I was like, oh, you know, I can probably start the warlock and at least let me see. I only need to get him up to twelve twenty. Let's just see what happens. So started the warlock, you know, handed him three, twelve, fifty, two or three guns. That's about where I am on the Titan. Yeah. Uh, so I handed them over. I was like, all right, let me put this on you. Let me go play a couple things. Just sort of went through the, you know, the initial campaign and a couple of, you know, did the first two crystal unlocky things for this, for stasis. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm right at, you know, right at like 12, 12, 23. I was like, that's high enough maybe. So jumped into the raid, got like murdered three times by the first two captains, you know, before I got past them, just cause I am horribly underleveled and alone. But yeah, but then got out, found my way to the chest, opened the chest, and I have a third trustee. So I have a I have a whole whole bit whole council of trustees I can now go to for a consultation. So I'm, so <laughs> I'm wondering know. I'm wondering is this is this random or is this the same thing? Because no, I don't know. It, it is the same <laughs> thing. I was going to say you must know. It's based. <laughs> If you've never done the raid and you just go and collect the chest, all you get is spoils. But because you've done an encounter and that's the thing that you got from the encounter, that is the only thing that you can get from the raid so far until you do another encounter and possibly get something else. That's my my only loot. That's the only thing I have in the loot pool is the trusty or the butt case. Because that's all I've gotten to drop. That makes sense. Which if I had thought about it for more than two seconds, and honestly because it, all right, on the Warlock Warlock wouldn't give me a butt cape, but yeah, on the Titan, I have I've gotten a trusty to drop, and then two butt capes. The two times I actually tried to run the raid you know, with people. Mm. So eh, that's right. I mean, I like the trusty; it's a good gun. So even if I can just farm rolls of that, is that the and... scout rifle? Yeah, that's a scout rifle. Oh, I'm so jealous of you. That's the, the automatic one. Yeah, that's the auto, auto one. Yeah, because I was just getting destroyed by it in Crucible, and I don't quite have a role where I think is is destroying, but. I just love it's yeah it's a solar fast firing fully auto scout rifle, and I just love that there's such a wealth of fully auto scout rifles in the game because if I have to pull the trigger every time it's not going to happen. I just want to hold the trigger down, point and kill. And I, I'm I'm honestly tired of people complaining about the sun setting at this point. It's like yeah it, it it's in a bad spot. I get it. We get it. You can stop yelling, making yelling videos about it. They'll either sort it out or they won't. You know it's it's it, it's still in that awkward growing growing pain stage and we'll see we'll see how it's worked yeah. out at the end but you know so i guess you know getting to that you know we are uh, we're, we have a rewards update yeah for the dreamy city and the moon since they are still here and you know 
the moon's newer and Dreaming City is persistent and will not be subdued. So in addition to the, uh, with the launch of Beyond Light, we've been collecting what feels like a metric ton of feedback on all the Destiny systems. Because again, people have all the thoughts. And they, they have shared their plans related to rewards, you know, DDoS protection on consoles, crossplay and transmog. Now we're going to get our buddy uh, Rewards Area Lead. What a great title. Rewards Area Lead. Justin Dazit? Dazit? T-A-Z-E-T. Yep. Walking us through some of the changes uh, in response to the player feedback. You know, season 13, friend, it's, it's, that's when all the good things happen. So last month, you know, uh, Joe Blackburn talked about some of the changes coming to season 13 and the responses of the gear and, uh, you know, go listen to last, last week's show two for some number of weeks ago. We talked about that. There's a link <laughs> in the top. Go figure it out. I'm, I'm too lazy to tell you. Uh, so, but, but here's our review of what we're going to see starting in season 13. So next season. So again, three weeks from now, which, Three weeks from now. Wow. Uh, we're getting a reissued Dreaming City, Reverie Dawn, and Moon Dream Bane Armor. They will also drop with high stats when earned in the Shattered Throne or the Pit of Heresy. So when you do it to the dungeons, you'll get high stat rolled armor, a reason to go do those things. The final chest in the Pit of Heresy will no longer drop a fully masterwork Dream Bane Armor piece, however. Instead, the Dream Bane Armor piece at the end of the... Pit of Heresy will drop with at least seven armor energy and is guaranteed to drop with at least a plus 16 in two different stats, which will, you know, give you a higher stat roll overall. And the Dream Bane class item will no longer drop from this chest because nobody wants a class item as a reward <laughs> ever. So for the next three weeks, you could potentially go into the Pit of Heresy. And once you've completed that final boss, it will at the moment still drop a fully masterwork Dream Bane piece of armor. Although it will, I think it's 1060 it drops at. But if you dismantle it, it will give you, I think it's six prisms and a couple of cores for dismantling it. So it's worth it in that respect. And what you can possibly do is get to the, the end of boss, swap over your characters if you've got fire team, so that you could just then load back in at the boss. Make sure that you die before you swap over, because that was something that has always happened. People get to the boss. They find the checkpoint and they then run to the next character and they don't die and then they don't get the checkpoint. So best to swap over, kill yourself, restart it, and then swap over your characters and do that checkpoint like that. And then that's, that's you know, you don't have to run it three times. You just have to do the end boss a couple of times on each character and you get some good shards and some cores from it. Yeah, it's a good way to farm some more materials because I know that's always a always a problem people are having, especially if they are upgrading things and infusing, you're running out of those higher level well, materials. Poor and lonely players. We, we, we don't get to get all the infusion fuel from the trials chests and everywhere else, like, you know, farming the nightfalls. We don't have time like these YouTubers. We're just poor and lowly. Poor, lowly, and forgotten. Mm -hmm. Just like our four reissued weapons from the Dreamy City in the, uh, with the new perk pools. So if you've been wake missing your waking vigil, your sleepless, your vouchsafe, and your retold tale, they're coming back. And the Dreaming City weapons that drop from the Shattered Throne dungeon can roll with perks that are unavailable from drops from other reward sources. Now I wonder if that means, are they going to drop with like the new Beyond Light perks we've seen from the stuff from Europa? Or like, could I get a retold tale with dual loader on it? Or are these different perks? Don't know. 
And I was wondering also, because with the Dreaming City, we had, what were they? They were curated roles. Used to have curated roles of the weapons as well that could drop. So mm-hmm. uh, I think at the moment I've got, it might be a vouch safe, um, still in my vault, that is uh, a curated role. Uh, it comes masterworked with whatever, and um, it's just a fixed role. So are they going to be having those come back? They haven't said. Uh, just like, yeah, at least like the different perks. Yeah, so the Waking Vigil is a hand can. Sleepless is a rocket launcher, which I could not remember. Vouchsafe is your scout rifle, and Retold Tale was your shotgun. So those are coming back. The They're also reissuing... Uh, they reissued the four weapons from the moon with the new perk pools. Your Premonition will be Pit of Heresy only. Your Heretic, your Blasphemer, and your Apostate. The weapons that drop on the Pit of Heresy dungeon can roll with perks, again, that are unavailable from other sources. So we don't know what these perks are going to be. Yeah, so are... And these are the ones I don't remember, so the... Yeah, the pre- premonition, heretic, blasphemer, and apostate. Um, therefore, premonition was the pulse rifle, and again, that's only from the pit, isn't it? The heretic was the shotgun. The blasphemer was the grenade launch, not the grenade launcher, rocket launcher, and the apostate. I sniper can't rifle. I think one of them's a sniper rifle. Yes, so the, that must be the sniper rifle then. Yeah. And I only know that because I had one with like some absurd amount of aim assist on it. And that's how I got my uh, revoker because I put that on with all the sniper rifle perks and my aim assist was just like a billion. I could just point it at your face and you died. It was lovely. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're making changes to help you know, preserve, preserve the relevancy of these destinations. Specifically, some of the pinnacle in-game activities that still exist there. These planets exist, guys. Please go play them. And uh, They're also expanding the Lost Sectors. Did you mention this? Uh no, they they are expanding the lost sectors and I, and actually isn't that where they're rotating our high level twelve fifty and twelve eighty lost lost sectors too? Yes, so you've got the K one logistics, K one's communication, K one crew quarters, and K one revelations on the moon that will be rotated into our high level lost sectors, which is quite interesting. And um, something that I know there's probably going to be a lot of people shouting and screaming about this. There already are on YouTube and Twitter. If you've already got these weapons in your vault, nobody's making you go back and regrind these. At the end of the day, they're being reissued because of feedback for people saying, "Well, why have these things been sunset?" If they'd taken the, if they'd kept the Dreaming City and the Moon weapons current and added new perks to the loot pool now or even next season, people would still moan. So they're on a lose-lose situation. So they've taken them out of the game. They're reissuing them with the new perk set. You know, if they'd have just upped... Say you'd got the Waking Vigil, the hand cannon, and you've got the best roll possible that you could get. And they said, don't worry about it. It's going to be available until season 16. You can still use it until season 16. But because there's new perks coming into the loot pool, we're going to update all those weapons in that loot pool. And... The Waking Vigil now can roll with these amazing perks. People would still moan to say, well, I I grinded two years to get this Waking Vigil, and now you've just kind of put an easy mode mod or perk on that gun and made it better than this one. I think no matter what Bungie did, people would still moan. So you don't have to regrind if you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's... 
that's I mean, at the end of the day, there's there's MMO elements of this game, but it's a looter shooter. There's loot, you're gonna shoot. Yes, the game is still in a weird, like we're sunsetting, we're trying to evolve things. You know, there's there's a growing pains. Honestly, I look at this as them saying, there's a lot of cruft in the game. We need to remove, you know, a lot of this game and and then see what you know, sort of see what we have left and then make tweaks from there. I don't hear people talking about how fast the game is, how much faster it is to load into the tower, to load into activities. I'm still on an Xbox One X. I, I have been brave enough to try it with the original original Xbox yet because that was just painful to begin with. But even without a brand new console, you know, it's on a series anything, the game is just faster. The loading times are faster. When I'm doing these hunts and I'm going back to the Tangled Shore, you know, area to start again, it's faster. There are improvements to the game. Yeah, they aren't sexy. They aren't, you know, put it up on the, the big billboard and be like, oh, hot new guns, cool new activities. Mm. But the game has gotten some good improvements in a way where people have just glossed over. Or maybe they were on PC and already spent all their $10,000 on a top-end gaming rig and don't see the improvements as much. I don't know what it is. Maybe yeah. bought a new console and say, well, of course it's it's newer and better. But like we've seen some good quality of life improvements to the game. The fact that there's a number of places you can go and say, here's the kind of reward I want. I need a helmet. I'm going to grind till I get a decent helmet out of this. I'm looking for this particular weapon or this class of weapon. That's That was not a thing in the game before. And, you know, as as uh, Night Demon and I were sitting here trying to rack our brains on what the Seraph Tower is, we, I, I know as a Destiny player, I have a very short memory. I, I have a hard time remembering what happened last season, let alone two or three seasons ago, or what that activity was called that I put many, many hours of my life into. Um, I'm just, I, I get where people are coming from and I get the whining and the moaning and I get that if you're you're creating content, that's what you're feeling right now and that's the content you're going to create. But it, I get tired of the moaning. Oh, it's bad. It's terrible. Everything sucks. Then go do something else. It's a video game. There have been such nice little improvements. And again, as, as someone who played this game for many, many hours a week before and now I'm lucky to get on for, you know, an hour or two here and there, maybe two or three hours a week sometimes. I'm happy with the small improvements to the game as a more casual player where I'm not spending half my, half my time. It feels like if I have an hour to play, I'm not saying, okay, let's load the game. Let's go get a drink. Let's go do a chore. Come back. Okay. The game's loaded. Now I can load into the tower, go to the tower. Oh, let me go take a walk. Come back. Hey, I'm at the tower now. Like I appreciate the small quality of life changes. And I think as, as painful as sunsetting is and painful as, you know, they took all of our content out and now I've paid for less content. Yeah, at some point you can either continue to, you know, it, it's like that old car. You've got 200,000 200, miles on that car. It's breaking down every other day. You can continue to fix the car or you can be like, listen, we're going to buy a new car. Yeah, the new car may have some new problems, but it's going to be a different set of problems. And going forward, it's going to be a better experience. Yeah. And, and now yeah. we know about the motors. <laughs> are supplemental to the other seasonal weapons and new weapons that be coming in. You know, it's just something that else that they want to do. It's more content, making those weapons and that armor relevant again and bringing them back. And it opens up the game again for new players that maybe not have had the experience of using those weapons and getting those weapons. So new players that are coming over the last two years may not necessarily have had access to these weapons, which is nice to see them come. You know, it's nice to see get things for the new players to come in and experience and enjoy. Exactly. I'm, I'm excited about my retold tail coming back. That was my go-to crucible shotgun. And I've 
it's still sitting on my hunter because that's where I've been putting guns and I'm not quite ready to part yet, but I don't want to see in the vault. <laughs> I haven't quite been able to bring myself to delete it yet. So I'm happy that it's coming back and it's going to be a viable one because it's a, a particular gun that I really enjoyed. I think, I mean, I can, I can kind of agree in some respect that maybe if you still had these weapons and they'd have said, we are going to be reissuing them in a couple of seasons with new perks, but there's going to be something that you can earn whilst doing, say, the dungeons to like an infusion material to bring those up to the required power level in line with the other weapons if you still wanted to keep your god roll of that weapon. I think maybe they could have done that. They could have added that into the game. You know, this could be infused into this and it's a one-time deal that this item then is brought up because we're reissuing those weapons. That may have been something they could have done. And also tying sunsetting into the lore of the game. So say the gunsmith has upgraded your weapon to work with your new power level. Plus he's added new perks to make it stronger. So maybe that could have been something that those weapons haven't been available for like a couple of seasons. The gunsmith has been working tirelessly to bring them up to or work with the light, your current power level, or the fact that you've started wielding the darkness as well as the light has made these weapons not work with your particular, you know, fill in the blank. And just if they, I think if they tie it into the law, it would make sense that way. I still don't think people would respect it or understand it, but. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of a, again, people are going to scream sort of no matter what. And, you know, I just keep going back to, it's still early in its life. It's still, you know, again, the, it's something was always going to be a painful, longer process, no matter how you did it. Cause you've gone from, you can have this gun and you can use it for seven years and it's still viable and great and wonderful to at some point you have to part with that gun. Yes. That gun may come back again. You know, I, I do agree with you. It would be nice to say like, you know, if you have, if you have a weapon that you, you grinded for and you, you played something for weeks on end and you finally got, you know, whether it was the curated role, the masterwork role, or just the role you wanted of that weapon. And that's your favorite gun. It'd be nice to have some, some number of, yeah, like limited, you know, yeah, some infusion material, some reward for an activity, something where you could say, okay, bring this particular gun. You know, you get two of them a season, or you could earn, you know, earn two or three a season and say, here's a weapon that you can, you know, as long as it's a weapon that's in the game, you know, you have your old retold tale, or you have your old gnawing hunger that you got from Reckoning with your curated role, and you want to bring that forward, you know, as long as that the gnawing hunger or your retold tale is in the game as a reward. Here's a thing you could go do to receive, you know, whatever material you could, you know, bring it to the gunsmith. And maybe you'd be sort of like, uh, like Arms Day in Destiny 1, where you could go and, 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 you know, have, have things available to you. You could say like, Hey, on, on Wednesday, I'm going to drop my, you know, drop my token and drop my weapon with the gunsmith. You know, next Wednesday I'll come back and he will have, you know, finish the upgrade process. You know, it doesn't need to be a week, but you know, whatever the process is, say, you know, you know, you can do this, but it's going to be a little painful for you as a player, but you're also going to be able to have this where you can say you can bring this weapon forward, but you know, here's the process to do it. And you can't do it with everything. So you have to be choosy. You can, you can do it with a couple of weapons. You can't do it with everything. Or maybe it's, you get one kinetic, one energy and one heavy weapon. You can do it with three weapons a season, one of each type. So be very selective about which one you want to bring forward and take to the weapon cap. Yeah. I don't know.
And, and I'm sure, you know, obviously Bungie's having these conversations. Everyone acts like Bungie just didn't think through any of this. Like, the, like these conversations are happening. They're, they're not just like, oh, we're going to take your guns away and give them back to you and everybody will love it. Like, no, you know, these are smart people who, who have spent decades, you know, years, decades building video games. They know what they're doing. Just because what you're seeing in the game right now doesn't mean this is their ideal experience. This is not, they're not trying to, this is not what they want to bring you. This is where they can bring you now. This is what they can do for you today. Yeah. There's more coming. It's going to take some time. If you're not happy, step away. Go do something else. It's a video game. Everyone, you know, everyone acts like, oh, Bungie's lost me as a player. I'm quitting this game. Bungie does not care about you specifically. Any of you. Individual people. They don't care about you as individual people. St- take a step away. Go play another game. Do something else that makes you happy. Stop being miserable and making yourself miserable by continuing to play a game that you just want to whine about. And I'm sorry that I am on such like a misery whiny train. Today. <laughs> I guess I've felt the need to like, st- you know, since I can't antagonize respawn, I guess I have to embody the respawn and just complain about things. So, whew. I, th- I think you find as as a dedicated Destiny player, you get sick and tired of the moaners. There's always going to be issues. And yes, you're going to find issues yourself. You know, you, and you're going to find that you may, you're not enjoying the game at the moment because of such and such. It just, it's just the constant moaning. And like Abby, I was saying, it's the constant cycle of this is amazing. Oh, I'm now in the grind. Now I'm going to moan about it. And it's like, just, please just just give them a chance to do their job you know yeah and, and i mean it's just like you were saying it's like it's such a cycle and i know yeah. other people have, have mentioned the same thing you know everything starts out amazing and then you play and you play and you play and you play and then yeah, you get in the middle of going okay there's you know we're in the middle of the season there's there's the stuff that bungie is you know held back so you have something to do for the second month and you, you play and play and play and you, you burn yourself out on that and then go oh the third month's boring i've done everything yeah, maybe slow down. There's still again that that next week in Destiny, three weeks left hit me, and I was going, "Oh God, I have so much left to do." And not because I've been, you know, putting it off entirely. Yeah, some of it is, but there's a lot to do in this game. Yeah, I'm not playing it eight hours a day every single day. Like it's, I don't know. I I, I still really enjoy the game. I still enjoy playing the game, and I still enjoy talking about the game. And that's why we do this every single week, whether you want us to or not. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's like it, it doesn't. I get so tired of the like either or. I either love it or I hate it. It's either the great or it's terrible. It can just be another game that you play. It's just not that serious. Yeah. And I feel like we've already spent too much time talking about this now, and I feel bad that people have had to listen to us whine about the wine. That's all right. We'll we'll cut it out. There we go. Like so, it. turning in those tokens since Destiny Two launch, Guardians have been amassing vendor reputation tokens. These could be turned in for legendary gear, which would usually be dismantled for legendary shards and materials. Looking to the future, the team is excited to update the ways in which you can earn reputation with ritual vendors and rewards that come from. So does that back to you? So, Justin, the reward for continuous ritual playlist completion has been a subject that comes up several times. And we've looked over Beyond Light's feedback and we're happy to announce that some changes coming soon to Gambit and Crucible and strike reward structures. Firstly, we'll be adding two new unique weapon rewards to each of the three player list rituals. So that's six total across three activities. These weapons are 
in addition to the ones added in Season of the Hunt and continue to have a small chance to drop at the end of each activity. So at the moment, it's only the Stars in the Skies or Stars and Stripes or whatever it is, the Pulse Rifle. Is that right? Yeah, Stars and... I can't remember what it's called either. I know what you mean. Let me see. It is the... Come on. Never find the gun we were looking for. It. Stars and Shadow, that's what it's called. An so, yeah, yeah, the Stars and Shadow Pulse Rifle. Hmm. But is that just the only one that you can get from Crucible and Gambit? Or is there a, a separate one for Gambit at the moment? I don't think there is, is there? I, you um, would know because you've played a lot of Gambit. I have played a lot of Gambit, but I honestly don't know because all the rewards for everything is <laughs> not very memorable. I honestly don't know. So yeah, hopefully, so we're going to get some unique weapons that are only going to be available in those loot pools, which is quite nice. Uh, second, starting season thirteen for Gambit and Crucible. So this is Valor only, not uh, Glory. And in future seasons for Strikes. So not at the moment for Strikes, just for Gambit and Crucible. So the rank rewards will be visible on the ritual vendors. So you have to actually go to the tower and speak to these two vendors. Each season, you'll be greeted with a row of rewards, progression towards which will be earned automatically as you complete relevant playlist activities and probably turning in bounties. So instead of having rank rewards drop automatically in your loot stream at the end of the game, they now be picked up manually from the vendor list. We feel this gives you much better visibility into what you'll be earning as you progress and helps you make better choices about where to spend your time. So on the TWAB, they've got a picture of Lord Shacks showing you progression is on per ritual basis. So you can be on rank 10 for Crucible and rank 4 for Gambit, for example. You'll reset your rank right at the vendor and pick up the final reward. So in the picture of Shacks that they've got, the first reward is a powerful engram. The second is upgrade module. Yeah. Yeah, upgrade module. Yeah, three upgrade modules. I don't know. I don't know where the powerful reward doesn't say where the powerful reward sits, but for rank four, it's three upgrade modules. Rank seven, it's three enhancement cores. So those are just the smaller ones. Rank 10 is the seasonal ritual shader, and that changes to three enhancement cores after resetting your rank. Thank you for not continuing to give us shaders after one. <laughs> rank 13 is two enhancement prisms. Uh, rank 16 is the Ritual Emblem, and that changes to two Enhancement Prisms after resetting your rank. And then the final reward for resetting is the Ascendant Shard. And this, due to some controversy, is changing that changes to an Exotic Engram after your first reset. And that's for every season, I'm guessing. So you do get the chance of getting one of the Golf Balls. For resetting your rank the first time but then every subsequent reset after that it will be an exotic engram now i wonder if this is like when they say like reset your rank is the same thing like as we have now like if you're getting to i think it's fifteen thousand points in gambit and is it two thousand in crucible to go up each rank like, yeah. like you know like doing that all the way to you know up through like it's showing you rank 17 legend on the sh on the picture of shacks like, you know, is this this is like resetting your entire progression each season, yeah. which, you know, I know people are whining. Oh, I can't I can't do this a number of times. 
honestly, if you're playing the game enough times, you're resetting your rank many, many times in a season, you're already playing the game too many times. Yeah. So every rank up awards a base ritual engram, just like before. Additionally, each of the above ranks are also award prime ritual engrams. Okay. And then, yeah, so the, the second picture underneath shows you what the progression would look like after you've completed the first reset. It's the um, engram, the enhancement cores, the shards, and the upgrade modules, and then the exotic engram at the end. Due to this automated progression, Crucible Tokens and Crucible Token Gifts are no longer needed and will be deprecated into junk that will be deleted as a full stack starting Season 13. So if you have tokens now, cash them in. And this is at Lord Shat's Crucible Vendor. Not at the moment with your strikes, although that will be coming further down the line. I'm guessing they're going to see how it works with Crucible and um, see where we go from there. I am very excited about this. I have been hoarding these stupid tokens, hoping that something good comes of them, or there's some reason to use them, and I have a reason to dump them. Bungie's saying, don't keep them. There's no reason. Which I'm sure, again, people will moan about. But I'm very happy that at least they're saying, get rid of them. Here's why. Not just, get rid of them. Something new is coming next season. They're saying, here's exactly what is coming next season and what you can expect from it. I do appreciate the fact that they've given you a chance to get one of these Ascendant Shards, the golf balls. Agreed. At the end of resetting the first time. But I, I think for people in PvP, if you're not in trials every weekend and getting the possibility of getting these to drop, and if you're not doing the nightfall farming to get these to drop at the end of the nightfalls or even to get the, the shards to drop to then turn into the golf balls, and if you are just PvP focused, changing it to an exotic engram after the first reset, I don't think is fair. Because let's face it, it's a lot of hard work and effort to reset that rank, even when they have the double and the, the triple valor available at the weeks. When Iron Banner's around, you make an, if a reasonable player, I think maybe you could reset it twice in that week if you're playing a good amount each day. So you're not going to be sitting on a large ton of these golf balls. You know, the people have been able to farm them in the Nightfalls and store them in their Postmasters. So I don't understand what the issue is for each season being able to get, you know, a good solid place to just play the game mode that you like and get a golf ball from. I think there's a lot of places like the Nightfalls, the the Lost Sectors, uh, and via random drops to get an exotic engram from. You don't need these put into Crucible. I think this is something that that does need to be looked at going forward. If you're an existing player that's been playing Destiny for a long time, you don't necessarily need an exotic engram because you have other sources, like I said. For new players, yes, this is a good thing. That it's just another place that they could go and get an exotic engram. Also, you have Zer as well at the weekends. Yeah, Zer and your your season pass, even if you're not on the paid route, still you know exotics that come from that yeah i mean i think it's it's definitely worth something worth looking at but i think for a lot of people i mean i play a lot of gambit i love me some gambit i pick up you know i i basically do nothing but like this week where it was it was you know gambit with additional infamy i would pick up all the bounties pick up additional bounties you know get pick up as many gambit bounties as i could pick up and just play the game over and over and over and over and over again and it's still not a quick path to reset your infamy i'm still only I've reset it once a season and I'm at 
think I'll go like 11,000 to the 15,000 for doing it a second time. So, I mean, you can play a lot. Again, I haven't, you know, there, I think there were, there was a season where I reset my gambit rank like three times. I think that's the most I've ever done in a season where I was just binging gambit and gambit prime and doing nothing but that. So you can do it multiple times in a season, but I think for most people, unless you're really dedicated to, yeah, whether it be gambit or crucible, you're just not going to reset it that many times in a season. Again, yeah, if you're playing trials every weekend and if you're if you get on and all you do is play PvP, yeah, there's the opportunity there. But I think for a lot of people it's just not gonna matter that much. But I still yeah. agree that give me, you know, a golf ball and an exotic ingram, those are very different rewards. You know, again, if you're a newer player, maybe the exotic ingram is, is exciting, but unless it's you know, at least has a chance to drop something new or something like that, like when I see an exotic Ingram, I'm like, great, I'm going to get another something that I already have because I already have things that are out there in the pool to get. I would have much preferred to be maybe a catalyst, throw throw a, you know the catalyst into that loop pool or something so I could get one of the catalysts that is currently unobtainable in the game, something like that. You know, Give me sort of something as a veteran player to sort of want to grind for. The materials are good, but yeah, the, the exotic Ingram isn't, unless you're going to, you know, give a different stat or give it, you know, make it special in some way. Yeah. I mean, going back to when destiny started, we had, uh, there was a ritual weapon or whatever weapon it was called. The Redrick's broadsword. Now this was a weapon that you could only obtain through playing crucible. One of the steps on, and there was many, many steps to do. There's lots of pulse rifle kills, headshot kills, etc., to do. And one of the most grindiest parts of it is to was to reset your rank in Crucible five times in one season. Now, that was a hell of a lot of grind to do. You had to hope and pray that they put the double and triple Valor weeks in to get that done for just regular people to get it. And it was very hard to reset your rank five times in one season. And that potentially would be five golf balls. Now, that's not a lot to ask for. Because when you think about it, to masterwork uh, an exotic armor piece, it takes three golf balls. It's just, yeah, that's it's still a, it's also something that's just it's just too rare in the game, and a lot of people, myself included, just don't just sort of ignore that aspect of it because it's just it's, you know, like you know, again, I, I finally just recently got around to masterworking the one armor set I've been using for the last two or three years, my Iron Banner armor. And even then, I'm like, yeah, but now I, you know, I don't even have enough to do a second armor set if I wanted to. It's just something I just, you know, have ignored because it's such a, it's so hard to get a hold of. There's so few in the game where you can get so many other materials like this from doing things. They're just so rare and there just aren't enough places to obtain them. Yeah. So moving on, are we in a safe place? We are in the safest of places. Lord Shax is looking over us. He He's not appeared yet, has he? No, not yet. Okay, so we're now going to talk about the Shatterdive and the uh, Reverend Hunters and Fishers. Lots of old Fishers. Fishers, Fishers. So the conversation and feedback on rewards wasn't the only thing that we were tracking over the holiday break. No. You nope, weren't. there's at least two things. Yes. Many of you have been spending your time in Crucible, experimenting with Stasis and all of the ways in which it can change the flow of PvP matches. Prior to the breakup, we had a round of tuning for the Warlock. Next up, we're looking at the Hunters. 
and possibly next up we're going to be looking at the Titans. They don't say that, but let's face it, we know it's coming. I think they did say it somewhere. Somewhere <laughs> I saw the Titans were next on the chopping block. Yeah. 12 or elsewhere. We have a, some comments on approach for the future of stasis tuning as we head into the new year. So please welcome Combat Arena lead Tomo Kinoshitia. I'm just going to call him Tomo. Tomo. Yeah. I'm just going to call him Tomo. I do apologize for butchering your name. Back to the 12 to talk us through our goals for stasis abilities in PvP. So he goes on to explain that they are reducing the potency of the Shatter Dive plus the Whisper of Fissions, which is one of the aspects, or is it a fragment? Welcome back to fragment or aspect, because no one can remember. I'm um, guessing it's a fragment, because it's one that can be across all characters, I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't remember it. I'm trying to remember how to find it in Dim, and I don't know if you can. I know we, you think we would write this down after like, you know, nine weeks of going, is it this one or is it the other one? What is this called? On the sticky notes in front of me. Right. If if this comes up on the podcast, this is what this is. Right. Where? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's under the class. I'm trying to remember which. Oh, okay. Yes. So it's a. I thought, I thought Dim would show me, but I guess not. Fishes. Yes. It's a fragment. It's a fragment. I got mm-hmm. it. So yes, this is going to affect all the subclasses for stasis, with the fissures being tuned. And the fissures... Yeah, what does the Whisper of Fissures do? It increases the damage and size of the burst of stasis when you destroy a stasis crystal or defeat a frozen target. Okay, so so basically when you blow up something ice, it's that the amount of damage and the range that it has. So this is going to affect the Behemoth Titan as well. Mm-hmm. Not so many words, but they've kind of just addressed it as part of the hunter build, really, because this is the one that's they're saying it's an outlier. It kind of is, sort of. So they again, as I said, they're reducing the potency of the shatter dive and the whispers of visions against guardians going live with update three point zero point two, and that's going to be scheduled for next Tuesday. But we'll get to that later. So Shatter Dive now has a damage fall-off versus unfrozen targets. So if you're just doing the Shatter Dive all over the place without anybody being frozen, yes, you can still do damage to them, but it has a damage fall-off. So the max max range damage reduced from 50 to 5, and the damage reduction during the ability reduced from 50 to 25%. The Whispers of Fission. So they are reducing the max min damage versus non-super players from 42 to 22. I, I honestly, I never understand how, when they write it like this, how to comprehend it. Yeah, so I think I think what they're saying, so reduced min-max damage versus non-super players. So the min goes from 42 down to 22, and the max goes from 30 down to 4? Or is it but it's uh, max, you know, uh, 22 to 22 and the minimum is 30 to 4. Yeah, because they have the min dash max or max dash min and then number dash number. So I assume the first number is the max and the second is the min. I, I don't know. So it, the yeah, maximum damage is being halved and the minimum damage is being taken down to like literally hardly anything. Um, the reduction destination radius versus player is reduced 
only by a meter from 10 to 9. That's straightforward. I can understand that. Mm -hmm. And they gave us meter versus the nebulous 50 to 5 range. Yeah. Rain, how how many of those? Is it 50 mice, 50 guardians, 50 meters? Nobody knows, but... Yeah. Oh, here they, here they, they say that they're going to investigate the efficiency of the Stasis Titan Behemoth Super. So they want to let this um, the above changes settle in to see where the Behemoth stands in the PvP hierarchy. Uh, but this will be next on our radar. Yeah, that's where they said it. And I don't know about you, but I still feel like I have just not quite gotten good at that super in PvP at all. I, I love it. I love flying around the map like a crazy person, but I feel like the Incredible Hulk on steroids who doesn't know how to control his own power. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I, like, I'm sure there are people who have gotten good at it. I'm sure people go, I was playing trial, stomped by them, and they're overpowered. I still feel like I'm just a drunk child trying to use my behemoth titan. When I was playing comp this week, there was a titan on the other team. He was he flew around the map and he killed all three of us. We all spawned in different locations. He managed to get to all three of us, kill us. And then, well, no, he killed us the first time and then kill us again. So he wiped out all six of our uh, our lives in one super. It was ridiculous. So, mm. yes, I can see <laughs> that yeah. needs to be tuned. Seriously, if you know how to use it, you know how to use it. Yeah. Um, it seems like it's sort of similar to Bottom Tree Striker, where it, you can you can take the mobility and you can spec into that and use that to, yeah, just to cover ground. And then when yeah. you are there, one shot, you know, basically one shot melee people in that super. But on the other side of the coin, I the second time I think it was the same guy. He managed to get another super further on in the round in the the game, and I managed to freeze him with the ice wall grenades as he was in his super, just about to kill me, and it managed to shatter dive him in his super. And I felt so good about that because <laughs> I thought this isn't going to happen to me again. And I had a grenade, and it was just pure fluke and luckiness that I managed to catch him just before he killed me and then shatter dive him. And I felt so good about it. And apparently that's still going to happen. You'll still be able to freeze people and shatter dive them and kill them instantly. It's just if they're at a radius, you know, and you've thrown down the grenade or you've frozen them, just be aware that they're, you know, the changes are going to happen. Yeah. They just have to be a little bit closer to you and it won't just, because I, I, I've been hitting shatter dive from what seems like very far away now does it happen yeah. that often no and do the worst thing about the shatter dive is you know it's coming you see that ice wall come up and you just know there's a hundred behind it going to shatter dive you just know just like it's one of those what are the what are the new uh, uh those those new vex things we were talking about earlier wyverns wyvern yeah it's just like you know there's a wyvern coming for you you know there's a hunter coming for you. You know it's going to happen. You're just not quite sure exactly when. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's 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 going to cause the hunters to scream and cry, and then they'll adjust to it, and it'll be fine, just like every other change in this game. So their midterm goal is to improve PvP subclass usage with a win rate balance. Addressing Stasis ability outliers will help us lower the ceiling, but we'll also want to pull up other underperforming light subclasses, which is good to hear. All of them. Their midterm goal review for our ability to gunplay balance in PvP. Destiny is a game about both explosive space magic moments and intrinsic satisfying gunplay, especially in our 3v3 playlist. The usage of abilities has climbed as we've introduced more and more ways to charge them quickly. We're still in a very early discussions, but we're looking into restoring a better balance where proper gunplay rewarded in these playlists. 
this is probably going to be trials based that maybe your supercharge is slower. I could see that happening, you know, very much like they had with momentum control. The perks aren't the perks yeah. aren't going to work as they do in like sixes or mayhem or other places. They'll be null and void, or it'll just be purely based on your gunplay, which yeah. you know it's it's an interesting take on it. Yeah, it was also interesting because again, I've heard I don't remember where I was listening last week or two about how you know in Destiny One you had so much more powerful guns and so much more powerful grenades, and they were viable. And D two is like the gun. The strength of the guns are just weaker, so any kind of ability, super, whatever, you know, even your grenades are next to useless. It seems like, you know, they're, they're just not as strong as they used to be. So, you know, bringing bringing the gunplay up and making guns more of a viable option than just what's the quickest way to get a super so I can go wipe the map with everybody with my super. Yeah, seems like a better you know a better longer term balance than yeah, just who gets who gets the first super and who can chain their supers and then they win. But it seems like they're yeah the, the goals are in the right place and. We're going to get there, slowly but surely. So they just want to make you aware that a few of you have noticed, (laughs) a few, that prior to the holiday break, that they were able to get a few sandbox changes delivered faster than expected. Thanks to the changes with the Destiny 2 backend and Destiny 2 content vault, our patch pipeline is indeed better than before. That said, some changes won't happen at light speed. As our team wants the appropriate time to collect feedback, check the data, and then test appropriate changes. Once these changes have been validated, we'll be eager to get you details via TWABs, blogs, articles, and more. Oh, I can hear everyone back downstairs. All right. Sounds like your worldwide community has returned to you. Well, the worldwide community has now gained a Russian uh, community manager, Ivan Yangyushkin. Again, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. I do apologize. Even Ivan Yush, yeah, Yen Yenushkin, Yenushkin. Yeah, we'll call him Ivan, as Bungie does. Yeah, uh, he's worked at Blizzard for quite some many years. I can, I, I can hear you. You're back. Yes, <laughs> she's back. She's home. We hear her. Yeah. So his name is Ivan. He's the latest community manager added to the team for the Russian-speaking Guardians. In Destiny 2, I enjoy making raids more complicated by doing them with fewer than six people and endlessly roaming around Europa on my Warlock, which for me is a meditating experience. Uh, he goes on to say, some of you may know me from my past work at Blizzard Entertainment, where I worked as a community manager for different titles. This experience will help me, and I'll also be thankful for your guidance. So please feel free to reach out and tell me what works, what doesn't, and how things are being improved in the Destiny 2 community, preferably in Russian. One day when real-life events finally become possible... Uh, when real life gaming events finally become possible, Ken, I'll be happy to meet you in person. For now, let's stay in touch on uh, Twitter. And he is V K O N T A K T E or the Russian Bungie forums. And then they put what I assume is this uh, tweet from him that is in Russian that I cannot read, nor will I even attempt to. But yeah. So if, if you're listening to the two Titans Russian destiny podcast, now you can have a <laughs> community manager to speak to. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I guess if you played, you know, if you were involved in Blizzard communities of some sort, you may recognize him in the world of Russian community management. Hmm. Although I just had, sorry, I just saw this PS one day. I'll hopefully get used to the fact that Hydras explode after death. Me too, buddy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so 
this is Perry's favorite part of the show where he now runs you through everything that's going to be updated and all the um, known issues because he loves an issue and telling love, you about issues. I, I do so love get your tissues ready. He's got issues. Tissues for issues. Destiny player support. So yeah, update 3.0.2 that 19 mentioned earlier. Uh, today, January 14th, which is not today. It was two days ago as we record this. They did some background maintenance for 3.0.2, but below is the timeline for uh, that's already happened. So in the future, yes, January 19th. So that is indeed on Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 1600 UTC, and other times in your various time zones. The maintenance will begin for 3.0.2. Half an hour later, you'll be kicked out of all your activities while the update becomes available to you. Half an hour after that, the update gets rolled off, rolled out across all platforms and regions. Players can log back into D2 at this time. Ongoing maintenance is expected to last for another hour beyond that. Expect maintenance to go another two to three hours beyond the expected maintenance window because games are hard and computers are stupid. And as a reminder, all of your apps go offline when Destiny goes offline. So don't try to use anything that uses the API, like your Destiny app, your Dims, your little, little lights, your Shark Commanders. They all go down too. Don't be like me, trying to use them and trying to figure out why they're broken. So what does 3.0.2 give us? Well, it's going to give us, uh, you know, there's some issues to be resolved. Our Hive bosses in, in, oh gosh, Hive bosses in Anon, the Brood Queen, and Xylox were not counting as Hive boss kills in bounties. Some players couldn't respawn if they died during the final boss fight in the inverted Spire Strike. Players could get out of environments in several, several Crucible maps. Some quest items were not dropping in the Moon Free Roam activity. This prevented the completion of several essence quests, such as the Essence of Rage, Insanity, and Servitude. The Unrelenting perk was not generating health regeneration. The Meta Multi-Tools Catalyst was not dropping from competitive Crucible wins. The Taken Scions were, were re replicating too rapidly in sub-prophecy dungeon encounters. Too many scions. Death, the Garden of Salvation Flawless Completions were not awarding the inherent perfection triumph. The High Celebrant sometimes wouldn't take damage, nor go to the Ascendant Plane. He's over it. Uh, fixed an exploit where the players could have... No! Where players could have shelter from the storm permanently applied in the Deepstone Crypt Raid. Yeah, you're going to have to learn the way through properly. Yeah, yeah. So much for, for looting my chest every week. So they fixed an issue where the Cloud Strike hits on the Divinity Cage counted as two precision hits. And fixed an issue where the Grandfall Master Nightfall timer was set to 30 minutes. And fixed an issue where the PS5 clan rosters would not load. But nobody has a PS5, so it doesn't matter. So, hold on. They, you telling Hi, me that... Hi, Respawn. Welcome to the show. Welcome, yeah. Player 3. Turns out that 10 o'clock, my time, there's a three-hour difference now. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, on the, I'm on the East Coast in America this week. I'm sorry, the West Coast this week, not the East I was Coast. Say, when I set my alarm, I uh, forgot about the time change. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, anyway, so the Divinity was hitting twice on the cage. So that means that when the Divinity was doing close to the same damage as the double shotgun strat on the boss, now with this issue being fixed, now it's going to do half as much damage as the shotgun strat on the boss? Yeah, just go back to the shotguns. Well, this is, yeah, I mean, this is when you were using the Cloud Strike with the Divinity. 
So I guess if you're using Cloud Strike on the Divinity Cage, it was counting as two precision hits instead of one. That's so, that's. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to work that on that, but yeah, it's doing this thing. It won't be doing this thing for long. Okay. Well, I mean the the it, it's 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 a little sad to know that they're fixing the Sparrow glitch. You know, I mean. They I don't shouldn't. really care anymore because I have the rocket launcher now. <laughs> but that's the worst part of that raid. <laughs> it really is. It's 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 the most aggravating part. Um, but yeah, so that is what it is. Um, did y'all already do like all the? Yes. Yep. The, the everything, the respawns, report yep. roundup, all that stuff. Okay. No, we haven't done that. We, oh, okay. We 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 do have some dust and echoes though, which yes. I, I don't know why they've thrown this in the middle of a twelve this week. But before we get to our known issues, we have to enjoy that almost nine years ago, stats and files from our previous franchise Halo stopped getting updated on Bungie.net. Since then, all stats, files, and other data from Halo 2, 3, 3 ODST, and Halo Reach have lived on in remembrance at Halo.Bungie.net. Until February 9th, when Halo.Bungie.net will be taken offline permanently. Everyone, everyone is welcome to go save their stats and files. However, they can, if they would like to save anything, please keep in mind that our news articles, forums, groups, etc., were imported into the current version of Bungie back in 2013. So if you have some ancient Halo data you've been, you know, looking at fondly on Halo.Bungie.net, it goes away on February 9th. Just so take big screenshots and yeah. videos and things like that. Also, yeah. if you're like, once holding you... on forever, why? You, you you may have enjoyed you know that sick that 360 no scope headshot yeah yeah, yeah. one of those yeah also if you click on that and then click on the link that takes you to where bungie have then off loaded all the other bits of information for halo to 343 to microsoft and xbox you then click on the link to i think it's waypoint halo waypoint are they going to explain that over the coming year the 360 servers for the multiplayers for the Halo series are going to be slowly taken offline for the next year. So you'll be able to play it if you have an Xbox One through the Master Chief collection. You'll be able to play the online for whatever it is on there for Halo 2, 3, whatever. I'm guessing there's there's multiplayer in that. I haven't touched it. But if you still constantly play on the 360 for Halo three four five whatever on there over the next year that's going to be taken offline by microsoft so it's it's bad news for halo for the next year i guess bad news for ancient halo anyway and now that we've uh we're, we're going to pour one out and have our sad moment for old halo files probably haven't thought about in years or maybe even knew we're still being kept online uh there are a couple of known issues just 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 a few so um, that exotic ship reward, which I still maintain a ship is not a reward for anything from the high celebrant mission is not properly showing. It is a rare chance to receive it from that activity and chances for this reward do increase with each activity completion. Uh, also portals aren't opening when the high celebrant leaves because the black orb takes no damage. Players can mitigate this by not using sidearms and not shooting the orb when it immediately spawns. Give it some time and it's very afraid of sidearms apparently. Enemies in the Crucible and PvP aren't colorblind friendly when highlighted. Yep. Sorry, Respawn. I know, so, I've known that for a minute. 
in PVE. So apparently in Gambit, they're fine. Or they're doubly bad. I don't know which it is. <laughs> they're worse. <laughs> uh, also, the special finisher mod no longer unlocks for doing Sorry, no, you don't get it. Not that exciting no anyway. What? It no longer unlocks for new players. So if you were trying to oh. you know, actually finish people, you, you can't at the moment. Uh, Hunters, your bomber mod doesn't work when you have the Dragon Shadow exotic equipped. The overload shot on auto rifles doesn't proc if you're holding down the trigger right after reloading, even though it does the overload animation. Never take your finger off the trigger. Some players receive the bird error code when trying to get to the Well of Wishes in the last wish raid. Sometimes a vault encounter in the last wish raid won't let you read icons nor spawn enemies after slamming a plate or finishing a phase. Sometimes Riven doesn't get stunned on the second level of the final encounter of the last wish raid. The forfeit shrine ascendant challenge sometimes doesn't count towards the uh, ascendant champion or hone for speed triumphs blocking the first place. <laughs> so is it just getting worse? Hold on. <laughs> Why are things on the last wish just getting worse and worse and worse, dude? We are in week four of the of the <laughs> ongoing. You know, things have gone from bad to even worse on the Dreaming City. Things are bad there. Okay, ignore what I said at the beginning of the show, where I said if you need to focus <laughs> on doing Dreaming City stuff, stop it now. Don't do it now. Yeah, Maybe don't. Uh, yeah, if, if you're trying to. Uh, the run the gauntlet triumph doesn't unlock when completing the time trial in the Sumerian Garrison Ascendant Challenge. The Amankara bones are missing in the Shattered Throne Dungeon and multiple attendant <laughs> challenges. So if you haven't done them, <laughs> stop trying. Is uh, it already in the vault and nobody realized it yet? What? What the? Uh, <laughs> what is going this, on? this is phenomenal. Players will sometimes go into a nightfall with 16 people when they are trying to load into the tower. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't hit that one, but no, I've heard I stories. Hit that one, but I really, really want that one. I know that's beautiful. Same. Uh, sometimes dialogue gets cut off at the end of a Wrathborn. Uh, for hunters, the Way of the Warrior subclass combination bow sometimes stops working and doesn't give your gamblers dodge back. I did uh, notice that. Yep. Non-exo characters are receiving exo-specific dialogue on Europa, and they don't deserve it. The Light of the Dawning emblem cannot equip stat trackers. And the coaxial bonds ornament for the Ophidian aspect causes the bottom left of the screen to glitch and flicker. So yeah, those are the those are the big things that, that are broken. So I'm just gonna say the dreaming city is it's broken. Broken, yeah. Don't go there. So those are the big things, as always, for a full list of articles. We'll put the known issue list in the show notes. If you're seeing an issue that isn't listed here, go check out that first. And if not, go report it to Bungie on the help forum. It's not all the bugs. It's just the big bugs that they'll tell us about. And yeah, don't don't try to do those things. Just, just the big go, bugs. go back to what you were doing. Just the big bugs. And then there's some really beautiful movies of the week, and there's some gingerbread ghosts and little chibi guardians, and uh, some lovely artwork by people who chibi can guardians! draw. There's some all cute. of us. So yeah, go enjoy that. And uh, that, that's that's our twelve for this week. We made it through. We did. We, well, I mean, y'all did. <laughs> Sorry. But you've I arrived see. just in time to give us a response report roundup. Oh, I love it. Okay, cool. Here we go. Uh, Sneaky Beaver. First of all, great name. 
is replying to DMG saying, I think a fix will be in a future update. Not next week, but soon. We'll check with the team to make sure. Take a drink. He says, again, Sneaky Beaver says, I know this is super low on the priority list, and uh, rightfully so. But just wondering, is there an update to the new light Gambit Quest bug? What? Why are you laughing? Um, because I just looked at the at the, what the bug is, and it's amazing. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, well, I'm gonna look at that here in a second, and rightfully so. But just wondering, is there an update to the new light Gambit Quest bug? I didn't see anything on upcoming or known issues list, unless I missed it, and I was curious. <laughs> It says, quid pro quo, complete any Gambit bounties and earn infamy here. I, I'm sorry. You here to be a friend or a snitch, the drifter? That is, that is, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, so he earned his three bounties. How is he doing on his infamy ring? He is negative two million of 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, wow. okay. Obviously that... not playing it right. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I think he somehow he's he's he 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 took some some infamy credit cards out earlier in life and it's just run up that infamy debt and pay it all off and that. I think he sided with the Vanguard instead of the Drifter, and now the Drifter's being petty. I think you know. I think so. I think that's what it is. <laughs> that's just. <All> right. <laughs> anytime you see negative negative two million out of a thousand, what, what can yeah. you do? It's like my bank account. DMG04, we have four TWABs between now and season 13. Setting expectations for today. Crucible and Gamut Vendor updates, specifically the ways in which you earn reputation. Reissued Warriors for Moon and Dreaming City. Check. Tuning for Shatter Dive. Oh my. I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting Check. into it. No, because we've already got into it and gone past it. Yeah, you probably said that it deserved it or whatever. I know you guys, damn Titans. Future goals for stasis balance and PvP. Check. All the same. Separately, the team is in active discussions on PvP, but won't have the plans to talk about it this week. We'll show more in the future. Many thanks to all who have been sounding off with feedback. As always, keep it coming. And since apparently I was sleeping past it, what was the what was the solution? Did they just nerf the range, or did they nerf the damage? You will have to listen to the show, my friend. Oh, I'll just look it up. It's fine. Yeah, or just. Oh, scroll you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was hoping one of my buddies here would, you know, enlighten me, but no. no Go back I mean, over what we've spoken about half an hour ago. Yeah. The answer is essentially yes. Yes. But before you do that, can you read the last respawn? Re sure. Zero uh, four crucible tokens to start. Vanguard plan for a future. I'm sorry. Um, Fred Hinderman is asking damage. Are all tokens gone after this season or just Crucible? What about Vanguard? What about the Iron Banana? Do not touch my Iron Banana. Oh, he's touching them. Oh, you better Dr. not touch Field my banana. Uh, his reply is uh, Crucible tokens to start. Vanguard plan for a future season regarding other token based vendors. We don't have specific plans to share yet. Once we have more info, we will let you know they're coming for your tokens. Oh, they're going to get them. Oh, they're going to get them. <clears throat> anyway. I, I, you must, you have to sympathize with DMG. 
let, let this no, just no right so he gets these questions through whatever means from the community he then has to go to say he goes to like two or three people to get the answers and all they say is we don't have any specific plans to share yet we'll let you know once we have the information and he just reiterates that back to the yep. community do you think he gets frustrated with getting the same answer from the same well, I mean, people? It depends. Every time he says something like that, you know, somebody says take a drink and then people get wasted. So, I mean, is he proud that he's slowly destroying people's livers and or kidneys? I don't know. We'd no, have I to think ask that's you that. that started that. The DMG didn't start that. That's just you. What? No, it's his fault. Although, honestly, he probably takes a long, a long, slow drink before he has to go oh, bring this back and... These morons are going to scream about it again, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's on the list. But no, it's it's. Do you think it's, he's just down there? Is item four hundred and ninety-two on the to-do list? We'll get to it eventually. Do you think he's just got a macro set up for an automatic reply? <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know once we know we know stuff. Uh, yes, that one. Yeah. Oh, that one today. That one tomorrow. That one today. Mm -hmm. Was that obvious? Bless him. Macro one through nine. It's one of these answers, which basically means yeah, we're, yeah, we're aware of it. No, I have nothing to tell you. Deal with it. Sunglass. Because ne there's never any spelling mistakes. It's not like he's typed it out really quickly to get the answer back. It's always the same answer. Mm -hmm. I've spotted it. I've, it's, it's macros. Uh, oh, well, he, maybe he's a robot. Does he even exist? Have we seen him in person? We could ask hmm? the same about you, my friend. You sound very robotic at the moment. You sound very distant and robotic. You, you may be a robot. Have you even had breakfast yet? Do you even have to actually eat? So I did not have breakfast yet, but the fastest internet there is in this area is 1.1 megs. So where, where, where about is this area? Be as specific I am or in Condon, Oregon. Hmm. Yep. Fair enough. I am in the sticks. Look, I am so in the sticks that everything in this city is it's closed. Made of sticks. Well, actually, yes, everything is wood, but everything's also closed by six o'clock. Everything, food, stores, <laughs> bars, movie theater—if you could call it that—it's basically a big screen TV and a couple of chairs, <laughs> right? Um, I'm surprised the movie was open to begin with. But... <laughs> it's all closed by six. Everything. Yeah. That sounds like a lovely place to go and live. Welcome, welcome to the sticks, my friend. That's that's how I grew up. Do, do they have two weeks off for Christmas? Because I'm about to move there right now. <laughs> uh, so this is America. We don't believe in time off. We believe in pulling yourself up, working hard for all the all the corporate profit and the shareholder value you can generate. You say that, but Respawn just took off all of December and half of January. But. <laughs> Yeah, but but they also send you to terrible places that you have to. So I mean, that's, that's true. There is a balance, right? They, they do give us a healthy amount of leave for the crap that they put us through. So yeah. there is a balance. Yeah, so so they make sure they can keep you from not all rage quitting. Hmm. Yeah, that's not that's it's not a bad observation there. But yeah, it's true, and it is what it is. But anyway, so if I sound robotic, that's the reason why. Is I'm here way way in the boonies like this no. is like i'm looking up to the boonies right now because at least in the boonies stores stay open later than 6 p.m you know uh as someone who who lived all of his childhood in the boonies cannot confirm everything closes early the only thing you might find open is the pizza place 
the Chinese food place, if there is there one. Is and no pizza place. There is, look, in the and whole whatever city, American restaurant, quote unquote, there may be. Restaurants the were the only thing open past like a, a, a drive in diner, right? Okay. And, your then, American food place? and then there is a, um, a what do they call that? Uh, a, a general store that happens mm-hmm. to have a small restaurant inside. And those are the only sources of food yeah. in the city. Yep. Sounds sounds about right. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's that's wrong, dude. That's I don't oh. like it. Anyway, so moving on with some tips, trips, guides, and builds. Woo! Over the last couple of weeks, I've been highlighting Patagates Gamings has done some really in-depth, long YouTube videos with other YouTubers going over some PvP tips. And this week's is with uh, Ascendant Nomad, and it's called Beat the Meta. Another 40 minutes uh, long chat with Ascendant Nomad going over various different things and really insightful. Really loved watching that. A build for the Warlocks, if you did not know. Bravex Hero has got a Warlock Stasis build for Claws of Ahamkara. So these are the Warlock Exotic Gauntlets, which give you a double melee, which gives you the chance to throwing out the ice to freeze people and using the Monte Carlo to get kills with it to then recharge your melee ability really really good fun i took it into crucible this week i think i'd already kind of half set it up beforehand and then tried it again in crucible this week just to see how the build really worked and on certain maps if you're kind of hiding around a corner waiting for somebody to slide in with their shotguns or just chase you you can just turn freeze them and monte carlo them down you get your melee back for the next guy that decides oh, that guy died in that tunnel. I'm going to go and chase whoever's just killed them. They're obviously really low. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, damn, what have I just done? Well, so that was really fair, good fun. The Monte Carlo gives you some melee energy and a chance to give you the full melee back. It's not yeah. 100% guaranteed. But so. if you've got the claws of Ahamkara, you get two melees. So if you melee the first guy, then kill him with him, or melee freeze him with the first, the first guy, then kill him with the Monte Carlo, you get a chance of getting some of that first melee back. The second guy runs in because they think, oh, that guy obviously didn't kill that one, but he's obviously low. You freeze the next guy coming in, you get another chance at getting your full melee back and some melee energy. So more or less, I was still running around with two melee charges. It was really, really good fun. Nice. All right. Mm. Um, Patagates Gaming has also put out a seven useful resources for D2. So this is for kind of anybody new to Destiny uh, that doesn't read our show notes to see all the useful links that we post there of like going to D2 Gunsmith, as I pointed out last week. Uh, Destiny Item Manager, he goes through seven resources that are, are really useful for you. Cheese Forever has got the Hunting Attire Triumph. Cheese, this is what I was discussing at the beginning of the show with Zylo and the Dreaming City. Go and watch that if you want to kind of get that done really quickly. Uh, Crazy Mr. Pips has a top tier bow setup for the Hunters. And this <laughs> is using the last word and point of the stag. And I can't remember the, what's the, is it the, um, Lucky pants, I believe. No, no, it's the husk, the 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 exotic oh, okay. helmet. What's it called? The worm husk crown. Worm husk crown. So the exotic yeah. helmet for the hunters, the worm husk crown. When you dodge, you get some of your. You get a healing bump and a little bit of an overshield. That's what just, you get. Just a little bit. 
just a tiny, tiny amount. Not an overshield, uh, invincibility. Sorry, I should specify. Yeah. So, yeah, he was using that. It was a really, really good build. Go check that out. Uh, this is one for you, Parody, and Panoramics to try out. Fallout Plays did a video this week with featuring Cool Guy saying, we broke PvP. And are, are you laughing because you know what this is? You know, I saw it, but I didn't look at it because oh. I figured it was silly things. I did not see what silly things they were doing, and now okay. I'm sad that I didn't. Picture <laughs> this. Two behemoth titans, right? So they're, they're set up for running around and just punching people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So one of them, or both of them, have got telestos. They charge the other one up with telesto bullets and send them flying in. <laughs> I think they've been panned tactic and PvP since the game launched. They were just yeah. telestoing each other up and just flying at other people and getting the telesto bullets to they were punching them and the telesto bullets were going off as well at the same time. It was just it was just so fun to watch. And um but, so if there's yeah. something silly you want to do in Crucible, especially maybe with Mayhem next week and weapons not really being useful. anything to do, yeah, useful. Telesto yourself up or your friend up and send them into battle. I like it. <laughs> um, and as we are entering the the ends of this season, Jarv has a video for you showing you what every weapon that is sunsetting in season for season thirteen. So all the weapons that are going to be sunset. So this may be worth going through your vault and having a look at what is still going to be viable in normal crucible and maybe some of the things in pve that aren't going to be useful anymore going forward you could possibly delete and i did delete some things are you doing no, over me no you I, didn't i did you lie no is there a video is there a video no but i could take a screenshot of my phone uh, uh, yeah? yeah yeah i deleted 25 items i was so I proud of myself i think somebody else did it now you're just taking credit um this and, is also a good point to mention that if you go into dim since you can you know destiny Item manager you can search for all sorts of things if you do is colon sunset it will show you anything you have across all of your characters in vault that is currently sunset so if you're trying to figure out where to where to free up that final vault space that's a decent way to do it yeah you can also search by power cap as well can't you, you can say mm -hmm. uh, 1260 power cap and it will show you, you all the weapons and armor but God World differs, you know, so yeah. I'd be careful with that one. Lots of things in Dim that you can play around with on the web. Yep. Uh, Cheese Forever has put out another video regarding the uh, raid ghost that you can achieve or you can get just solo. And um, this is, you can, it's going to be easier this week before they nerf the bubbles and the, the ability that you can do. And he does mention that it is going away, but there is a path that you can kind of take through the bubbles to get past that. But you can pick up these data pads throughout the, the raid and you can do this solo without actually having to do the raids. You just need the um, Salvation's Breach rocket grenade launcher thingy that shoots ice to breach through doors. You can either do it on a Hunter with um, Blade Barrage or a Titan or with. Um, ballistic slam to breach through the doors so that's interesting if you want to go and get the raid ghosts without having to do the raid and it also gives you lore as well i think it's called the no love lost for which raid the the deep stone right yeah yeah okay have you not got the ghost yet 
Yeah, I got it all. I even have the title now. Yeah, you got me. Oh, good. Well, you can help others get the title when we go cross play. I absolutely can. Yes, you will. Damn you. Now, and one that was um, a guy that was featured on the Patagates Gaming a couple of weeks back, but through one of his long interviews. YouTube videos was Castle is Live and I've been looking at a couple of the videos that he's done and he did a really really good uh, PvP guide for the Titan Behemoth which I watched which he also links other videos that he's done on the builds and and the ways that, that you can use the Behemoth um, really really interesting I think it's about 15 minutes long but he shows well, you kind of like the... okay so quick question from you two Titans I'm sorry uh, the very few times I have to play Titan to like do something the ra like the raid or whatever I've been using the double grenade for, you know, I mean, it's good for a lot of things like double, you know, suppression grenade or double frost grenades or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. When you're using the frost subclass very specifically, what is the best exotic that y'all use? Hmm. I would say if, if you're looking for an exotic that would enhance it, the, um, uh, uh, heart of innermost light which if you put like a barricade down it'll empower your melee or your grenades to make them stronger or vice versa if you throw a grenade out it'll make your barricade take more hits and make your melee stronger or if if you use your melee it'll make your grenades and vice versa it so kind of goes around you could the next ability that you use gets empowered is yeah. the gist of it. does it help yeah. recharge your abilities at all or or what I can't remember. Hmm. Okay. Honestly, but if you, I've it, been double grenades, double grenades or synthoseps because synthoseps and behemoth are just stupid. Yeah. That's the melee one, right? Yep. You yeah. can really reach out and touch people. <laughs> Is that the same for the ACD feedback or no? That, that's more if they touch you. If they touch no. you, they take damage. So if no. you're like getting mobbed by people and they're doing damage to you, then yeah, that can help with that. But the synthoseps are actually I have to look up and learn what the exact perks on them are. <laughs> the big thing is just like being being able to increase your melee range. You can go, no, no, I want you over there to be dead. Yeah, so that increases your melee increases melee lunge range, improved melee, and super damage when you're surrounded. Oh, oh. Okay. And your frost melee is just like that shoulder charge, right? So it, it increases the overall area of your charge yeah i think damon yeah and also just regular melee like room with just a regular melee standing still with the synthoseps and then uh, yeah your your acd yeah acdo feedback fence your melee hits build energy being struck by a melee attack reduces the incoming damage and unleashes the energy in a devastating explosion aka they punch you they take a lot of damage i like it it's very there... situational in pvp but uh, you know, totally. with with thrall and things, it's it was always quite one of those niche builds that you could put together. Yes, yeah, okay. synthesis and PvP are just stupid because you can say, "Oh, there's no way he's close enough to hit me." Yes, yes, I am. Especially pair that with you know, if a shotgun or something where you can almost kill somebody, you can get right up to them and close that distance and punch them, and they go, "How are you here? Why am I dead?" Mm. Wow. So it's just good. continuing on the the castle is live one. I didn't realize that there was a way that you could kind of, ex you know, the slides that the, the Titans do, the, the, the glacial yeah. thing. The there's a way, way to travel. Yeah, there's a, there's a way that you can kind of bunny hop out of it to to make yourself go faster coming out 
rather than kind of just hit the sprint button. Uh, Castle is live goes over away. You know, there's there's a trick to doing that. There's also I didn't realize until recently, actually, you know, the the melee punch that you can do, the glacial punch. Um, if you just push the button, you'll travel like four meters. But if you hold the button down, you travel like nine meters. Yep. I, I knew that one. Yeah, but I didn't know. You know, he's, we just hit buttons. Titans, we just hit buttons. We don't we don't actually put any thought into it. We just smash mm-hmm. the button. It's like, me, Look, I'll me, be me, it me, wasn't man, me hit. And, and, you know, I, I tried a bunch of things out. It's that I'm aggressive and sometimes I hold the button too long because I'm angry. And then I'm like, oh, oh, I go further. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does but there's also some other tricks that he shows you in his video, like, you know, dropping like a, a glacier grenade and then backing off. And then as the person tries to come through the glacier grenade themselves, either doing a shatter dive or sliding through it, if they're a Titan, he kind of does, he does his charge melee into the, into them as they're coming back through the other way and then doing through like an enemy's ice wall as well to get them. So th- there's little tips in his video, really, really interesting that I think that I'm going to take away and, and play about in PvP just to see if I can implement them. Because I think I just, as I said, I've just been smashing buttons and just, even with the super, I just kind of smash the buttons and just chase one person down when I could potentially get about five people. So You're, You know, I'm going to take two of those videos and put them together and say you can hang back with the Telesto when they throw that ice wall up load it up with Telesto, and they'll be very sad when they go to Shatter Drive it or or jump through it. Very good. Make it <laughs> Dude, you put up an ice wall and then hit it with Telesto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dumbass sounded like me. He's like, oh, haha, you've just given me a weapon. And then you're like, yes, but I'll take you with me. She's you back. Telesto, so many good things. Titan walls, Titan bubbles, ice walls. You can put Telesto on anything. Your friends. It's Perfect, which is why I want that catalyst to be available to me. <laughs> yeah. And the final video this week is by Froggy615-7725. Out of bounds, Hawk Moonship and um, Hallowed Grove. So I don't know if you guys have seen this over the last week. There's been certain elements that have opened up on the EDZ to get to new areas. And there's a ship that looks reminiscent of the hawk moon with the like feathers and things on it. There's even some dialogue when your ghost walks into the room with the crow that sets off. It's obviously something that's either going to be in the next week or the week after. But if you want to have a look at it now, you can have a look at Froggy's video. Yeah, I did see that. I thought it was, is that also the one that has like the, the multiple other room? Yeah. There's like about two different rooms. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I can't remember if that was a different different video or not, but yeah. What I found interesting is, you know the bit uh, on the EDZ outside the church where the two races have a fight, you know, the Cabal and the, the Fallen suddenly have a, a little battle. Mm. And if you back up to the left, there's the, the steps up into that building. If you jump into the top floor of that building, there's a fireplace. And Froggy shows you, you can shoot out the fireplace and there's a tunnel that now opens up that you can get to. Oh, and he man. kind of, he goes through that and and, and shows you kind of, where it all comes out. Yeah, you have to shoot with the Hawk Moon, which of yeah. course I'm sure is on many PVM and other people player versus map that is. And other people to go, well, what else in the world could you maybe shoot out with the Hawk Moon and get to areas that you know aren't there yet or you know are available to you, but you just have no idea they're there. Yeah. It's also another thing, like I'm surprised, like really surprised that Frog and Cheese haven't found so many more ways to break 
Destiny, given the fact that we have, you know, grenades that put you through walls and grenades that let you climb walls and all this other stuff. A grenade launcher that gives you near unlimited steps, right? Well, they, they do. They find these things out, but there is a code between them that they do not share things unless it is game breaking. And Cheese will reach out to the devs or the community managers and say, this is this video. Have a look at this, you know, secretly, because this is way too game breaking. So I think it's a nice little code that they have. They show us the cheeses and the glitches that are enjoyable, but they won't go too far to show us a game-breaking thing. It's a, I think it's a very good code that they have. They're, they're all about the enjoyment, uh, but none of the, the breaking of the game. Man. Yeah. Have an Just because they're not showing you stuff. Uh, yeah, that's a problem for me. Go, go join the Discord and hang out. Yeah, go and tell them. And the secret stuff that they won't tell anybody else. I'm gonna do it. You can't stop me. No, I can't, and I won't. I won't even try. Good. Yeah, because you'll fail yeah. at stuff. But first, you need bandwidth. <laughs> so before we go, before we finish this week's episode, is there anything that you'd like to say, respawn? Because you missed half of the episode or most of the episode. Well, yeah, I wanted to know what the nerfs were, but you guys are being mean about it. They're, they're just they're changing your shutter dive, you know, that's all. Yeah, well, it is what it is. You know, yeah. when enough Titans complain, you know, Bungie, the Titan main SLB. complain because it's not that big a deal. Respawn, you can still freeze people, you can still shatter dive the frozen person and kill them instantly. You'll be fine. Yeah, well then how is it nerfed then? Why won't you tell me? Huh? Huh? For making you read the twab and seeing how long it takes to, takes a load on your 1.1 megabit connection. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway. Just just the range in the Fisher boats. They they made the Fisher a little less explosive, which affects every subclass. And then the range they made it they they de- decreased the range, but didn't give us a increment for what the number meant. So they made the number smaller of some things. Gotcha. Feet, now, no man, hard to say what. That's just in PvP, right? Or is that yes? PvP, just or this is just against guardians. So PvP and theoretically gambit, if that counts. But yeah, just against guardians is how they put it. Okay. PvM or PvE, you can smash all the ads you'd want to all day long. Good. That that still makes me happy. Now he asked me that question very specifically, like like he posted something in the discord that I'm supposed to read out or something and I'm not finding it. And now I'm, I'm a little confused and a little panicky. What'd you say? You too? No, I said, he, who, what are you looking for? Oh, well, no, he said, respawn before we go. Do you have anything you want to say? Like, like, like he's like, like, like respawn. Have you read the notes? Do you want to, to add do, anything? Do you want you to have... add your thoughts to it? It, uh, I'm not asking Respawn to read the notes and then get onto it. I thought Respawn would have prepped himself to actually go over this. Knowing well, yeah, that there was a nerf that, going. But Respawn look, hasn't prepped himself. I set my alarm to wake up at 9 o'clock. That way I could indeed prep myself, right? Right. But then when I woke up at 9 o'clock and I saw a whole bunch of messages from Demon telling me where the hell am i i'm like oh no, yeah i wasn't, I wasn't concerned where you are it was parody that actually messaged you are you sure okay yeah <laughs> either way somebody was like where the hell are you and i was like 
Oops. We were going to perform, a, you know, get someone to perform a proof of life check at some point tomorrow. If yeah. we didn't hear from you. you know, make sure you were still alive somewhere. Yeah. At least we can. I'm just really, really, really far back in time. Like, even more so than the Aussies now. If I go back far enough, I wonder if I go forward. Is that how that works? Possibly. Is it continuum? Maybe. I do, I do want to apologize to our listeners for the last couple of weeks, only for the fact that due to this whole lockdown in the UK, with the editing and getting the podcast out, it's been delayed over Christmas with getting them out on like beginning of the week, Monday, Tuesday. And then last week, for some strange reason, Apple Podcasts wouldn't upload our podcast. Even when I'd uploaded it on the Tuesday, it took a full 24 hours for me to fiddle going between podcast host retrying to upload it for it to then decide oh yes apple we like your podcast still we will let it go so it appeared some point wednesday afternoon for in the uk anyway um so i do apologize for that i don't know what happened i I, i'm going to say that we're going to take it back and uh, talk to the team about it and uh, we'll get you some feedback on that next week yeah Yeah, actually uh our, our good you know, friend, friend of the show, constant listener, Colin Stanton, the Birkin on Twitter was like, hey, quick question. Uh, are you not releasing the podcast anywhere else but Podbean? Because I can't find it now. You should be. So, yeah. Just, yep. yeah so I, I sent him the, the direct RS feed. So, yeah, if you if you are having problems or, you know, want to get your fix a little bit quicker, you know, go to the Two Titans and 100 Podbean site, which is two titans and com, and there's an RSS feed there. Slap that into whatever you use to listen to, and it will absolutely be delivered as soon as 90 minutes uploads it's you don't have to wait for anybody to get it anywhere else i do check uh, immediately when i've uploaded it i do check apple and the main places that it kind of because i think apple's the main place it kind of spawns from in some of the other podcast uh, directories so if yeah, it doesn't go in apple it doesn't kind of go anywhere else so mm-hmm. i'd uploaded it and just couldn't get apple to work and I'd contacted the people at Podbean to find out what's, you know, I guess because of COVID, they're not answering phones and things and emails so quickly. It was just a lot of fiddling my end. And it, unfortunately, it took 24 hours for it to suddenly decide, oh, yes, I like it. And I'll, I'll put it up. So do apologize for that. But now it's there. And now you can listen to it just like this one. And thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody in night even. Your Hunter struggling to read the clock, struggling to understand how time zones work because no one responds in real life. Your lore scribe, out, and out trying to lore good news stories to bring you each week is not ARF. You can email the show at 2 times 100 at hotmail.com. You can find the show on Twitter at 2 times underscore hunter or on Instagram and Facebook. If you need raid help, um, just ask Respawn. He can tell you what to do. Yep. You can find all your favorite guidance on Xbox Live, Respawn on PC, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold when they decide to let you. And when you're chasing that god role, just be sure, friends, to ask which god, because you may not like what you find. We'll see you out there loading up your friend with Telesto. And until next week, boys, say goodbye. Deuces! Deuces. Uh-huh. <laughs> Deuces. We've missed breakfast with Respawn. We've also missed the the random story that Respawn would come in and tell us at the beginning of the show. So have you yeah. got a random story you'd like to tell us at the end of the show? Uh, Not really so random. I mean, I guess the whole city shutting down early would be the random story, I guess. You know? Oh, yeah, actually, yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. We've completed the circle. We did. 